Hey guys, this conversation went a lot longer than we had anticipated, so we've cut it up into two separate podcasts. Uh, there's so much good information, we didn't want to cut anything. It gets real and it gets deep. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Real estate is about people. It's about the people who live inside real estate. <laughs> It's about people who live in the houses. That's what it is. It's not about, you know, um, wood and sticks and sheetrock and tile. And it's not about any of that. It's about the people that actually inhabit and live inside of the property. And that's how we approach our business, right? Right. And I think I know that's the difference between us. And so I find myself always wanting to spend more time toward people. You know, I always want to spend, I find myself you know, during classes, right? We were having this conversation during classes that, um, what was it that you said, Oscar? You said, you know, if you want to have the ABCs or the details, like the step-by-step, huh. you guys can all <clears throat> do that. Yeah. Right? That's the easy part. It's the, the hard part is the people and how do we serve the people? And it's both. It's the people that are inside of our club and it's the people that we have the opportunity to touch. And how do we do that? Yeah. So, <clears throat> a lot to take in listening to you guys. Um, but I think that uh, the the bigger part is this. And, and it's kind of, for me, it's kind of been the, I think we're, we're skirting around things right now. This conversation is really just like, there's a, there's an epicenter that hasn't been touched yet. There's a conversation that hasn't been had, and we're all kind of tippy-toeing around it. <clears throat> but the reality is, for me, right, this is what I sense, is that I'm sitting here, and uh, there's an empty spot, right? And that's really what we're talking about, is that Dave is no longer with us, yeah. and that has forced us to change, right? Not that it's a bad change, absolutely bad that we lost him. It's 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 still you know we're still it's still lingering for all of us. And the irony of of sitting at this table right now and not and that spot being empty, that's really for me what what we're skirting around. And and it's the change that needs to take effect. Now, <clears throat> the thing that that's really clear for me is that um, the power that existed with Dave and Melina working together. And being a couple and, and, and really guiding and steering the club wasn't real estate. It never was real estate, right? It was a bigger mission, a bigger calling. And we've now reached the, the precipice, right? We're at that edge right now. And, and we're like cliff divers. And it's the moment of truth. And you need, to, you need to dive. And you need to do that in nothing more than faith, that you're diving into that, call it the pool of life, right? That we're going to now step forward and, and change the direction. <clears throat> Are we still going to do real estate? Absolutely, right? It's the business that we do. We're really good at real estate. But, or not even but, we're really good at real estate and we're really good as an organization at developing people to whom they need to be, regardless of the business they're in. So <clears throat> it's, it's not just about 
So, so when Melina says it's about the people, right? The people that we affect, the people that we change, the people that we impact has zero, absolutely nothing to do with real estate. It has everything to do with who they are, who they are supposed to be in this world to cause a, a larger impact, right? That ripple effect that needs to continue to, to move forward. <clears throat> Dave cast that first stone, Right? It's now our turn to to take that change and really affect people, right? Because I agree with 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 everything you guys have said, right? Relationships are absolutely important. Without the relationships, you can't do anything. Without uh, without the love for each other, can't do anything. Without be, have running a successful business in real estate, it it keeps us from being able to do other things. So all of that, they're they're big pieces of the puzzle, but ultimately, it's about developing people in a way that not only affects them right but they're going to take that and they're going to cast their own stone and they're going to create another ripple effect right and and think of if you can just visualize that man what what melina does on stage when she teaches is is beyond what people can understand right it's because and, and the thing is, you know, we, we jokingly talk about, oh, it's not scripted. It's not scripted. Well, the reality is it's not scripted, right? <laughs> because like this podcast, right? We, we always – every podcast, like a little, little secret, right? Every podcast we have this conversation about, hey, where, where are we going to do and where is this going? And then it flips around. But every time, right? It's, it's a, it, it takes, a, uh, takes a left when it's supposed to go right and takes a right when it's supposed to go left. And sometimes we just plow through a wall, right? Because we forget to turn, whatever. So, but, that, but that's what happens, right? So, and, but that's what happens when she teaches, right? So uh, what, what Melina was talking about, the ABCs and all that, is really how she affects and impacts people. Neither one of us sitting at this table right now can do it the way she does it, Right? So that's clear. What we can do is the ins and outs and the intricate step-by-steps of how do you rehab a house? How do you flip a house? How do you acquire a house? How do you negotiate? How do you fill out the contracts? How do you create all these things, right? Those details, yeah, we've got that down. And, but what we can't do yet is what she does. And so I've been through these conversations, right? I've been doing some, some reading and, and checking things out. And I, I ran across some statistics that – Senior managers in corporate America, 93% of them, and I don't know what the number was, right, that was surveyed or whatever, but 93% of them said that they need to be trained on how to train, coach, and mentor their employees. 93%. That's in corporate America. That means that 93% of the people that come through our club Mm -hmm. have never been exposed to that. Right. Yeah. To wow. that realization, right? Mm-hmm. So so if we look at it from that perspective, for me, new wealth isn't the finances. The finances come, but I think new wealth is I need to be wealthy in everything, every aspect of my life, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's spiritual, financial, emotional, physical, mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. Because if I can't do that, then... I can't do anything. Right. Right. So, <clears throat> and then if I take it to my faith, well, if, if, if I'm saying that I need to do his work for his kingdom, 
if I can't take care of me, how can I do that? Right. Right? If I can't fix me, how can I ever profess to be able to do that? So I have to work on me. But more often than not, or at least 93% of the time, we don't realize that we have to do those things. We don't realize that we have to grow, that we have to improve, that we have to get better in life. So it's so true. You know, um, I was I was thinking, um, listening to what you were just now saying, and I was thinking that is so completely true. We work so tirelessly. There's it feels like there's like two extremes. People are either so like you know attached to or like their whole world is about personal development and it's about themselves and it becomes like narcissistic in my mind. It's one of the things I just repulsed by if I'm being honest. Like I see people that are like, oh, I'm, you know, (laughs) that are um, trying to be a coach, (laughs) you know, like they're trying to be a, I don't know, like a health and fitness coach or my favorite, a real estate coach or, um, you know, whatever. Everybody has a coaching program right now. And when I watch people, they're just so narcissistic and it's and it's it just makes me sick. So I'm really turned off by that. I'm even turned off by people who are like self-professed personal development gurus. I, I'm even repulsed by that because I don't think that any part of it is um, is really real. Like in your in your real life, like is there a possibility that we could create an opportunity for people to get whole all the way around? Um, so this is just my thought process out loud. Um, like I think is new wealth like really a whole person, you know, like a whole person. So in other words, we don't spend all of our time, you know, on specific things, you know, like we're not just business. We're not, you know, just sharpening our tools and learning how to be great at door knocking or great at, you know, understanding the numbers or, and is it not just like, it's all about your health and fitness so that you can't live like a normal life because you're, you know, you, you have this. Well, you know, you're keto. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so you're eating pork rinds. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like on no place is that good. <laughs> Once in a while, I guess. Anyway, so, but you know, like everything is so, um, it's it's like so one-sided. Does that make sense? Like it's all pointy. Like if you're to look at a, at a whole circle, like there's these points out and we are always like doing the whole points. And isn't it just okay to be like a squishy kind of imperfect circle like, what if our whole goal is just to be that whole person and and you never arrive? You never arrive. And that's probably the biggest thing for me to come to the understanding or the realization is that I'm not going to arrive. Like, this is life. This is it. This is what we do. We get to do things together. We get to experience. We get to create memories. We get to, that's what life is. You just do life together. And doing life is like, painful. You know, you sit here and cry and you have boogers running down your face and your hair is bad today and there's all these things, right? And then you're trying to figure out what am I going to talk about and what what are what are we even doing? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I agree. And, and the way I receive that is this, is none of us were created to be alone. No. None of us were created to be independent. None of us were created to be that solopreneur, if you will, right? <laughs> that That doesn't exist, right? Because you know, they talk about self-made millionaires and all these things. Well, they're not self-made, right? They they worked hard, nothing to take away from them. Of course. But the reality is that they surrounded themselves with the right resources at the right time with the right opportunity, mm-hmm. right? Is it planning? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it take effort? Absolutely. But no matter what, it's not because all of a sudden you had this one vision, you ran with it and ha, 
No, right? <laughs> There's guys that, are, that today you know their name, but they've been around for 15, 20 years. Right, right. Working on their craft, right? right? Now, for you, the audience, it looks like, man, he came out of nowhere, so I can do it too. Yeah. No. That's the big Read the lie. stories and understand that it's taken time, right? And when I, when I started to really pay attention to that, <clears throat> and I'm going to use Tim as an example, right? Is yeah. Tim today is known as a, a creative guy, uh, really effective in negotiating and doing things with real estate. Absolutely all true. But what they don't know is what Tim's journey has been to get to where he is today. They see Tim today, right? And they hear stories here and there. But the trials that Tim had to go through, right? The, the, the years of and trials. the time, the time that it took, right? This is I mean, we're, It we're took talking, 10 years to become an overnight success. Right. <laughs> there you go, right? So a decade, mm. right? But people, people lose sight of that, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> and, and, and I've had the good fortune of seeing a lot of Tims mm-hmm. happen because of the club, mm-hmm. right? Some faster, some still in the works, right? Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah. that's the way it is. Yep. And we've had people attend just our initial three days of training mm-hmm. and they, they, they leave happy, shake, they've shaken my hand and said, hey, this isn't for me. Don't need anything back from you guys. I got so much out of this weekend yeah. that I know exactly what I need to go do in my business that I've already been running mm-hmm. to make the changes I need to make to have the success that I need to have. Had nothing to do with real estate, mm-hmm. right? You've, you have people that become that start making quarter million dollars a year because they, they spent $2,400 to be a part of a club <laughs> yeah. that switched their mindset. I mean, that's ridiculous. You have uh, like John, right? He, he came in, he disappeared for you, and then next thing you know, he's running multi-million dollar construction business. Right. right? So there's, there's so many things that happen, but it's not because of real estate. Right. Real estate is it's kind of a byproduct, if you will. Right? Mm-hmm. That's why I, earlier I said, maybe we have it backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is yeah. making a difference. And by the way, we flip houses. Right. Right. In the process. <laughs> but that's so, I don't know. The, for me, that new wealth thing it becomes, man, how do, we, and you, you were just touching on it, Melina, is you don't have to become complete. Right. But you also need to understand where you're weak yep. so that you can come together as a community because we're not designed to be by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Be, come together as a community and be able to leverage each other's experiences and strengths to offset my weaknesses and become better that way, right? But it, be, it comes from, and, and I hate that it's personal development and, I know. and self-improvement and right. self, 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 right? <laughs> Self-centered-ish, right? right? <clears throat> but the reality is that we do have to work on us. Mm-hmm. But we have to also understand the value that other people bring to us mm-hmm. so that we can actually grow So. Hi, this is Christian Rios. As many of you know, I have been a member of New Wealth Advisors Club for over seven years and got started when I was 17 years old with absolutely no real estate experience. One of the biggest lessons I have learned from being in the industry is the need for authentic relationships. If you're looking for an actual team locally in Southern California with all the resources needed to close deals, register for one of our free workshops by visiting www.joinnwac.com. Thanks for listening to the Flipping Off podcast. So that we can actually grow some. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to say? Uh, just a thought that I had. It was, um, you know, <clears throat> Oscar talked about um, like my path and, and, 
and every one of us at this table have our own uh, path that we've gone down, our own process that we've gone through, and none of us are an overnight success. Right. Um, and at the and you know when I look back, a huge part of of who I am today is uh, the club, and it was. You know, I came into the club. I've always considered myself to be like a smart person. Um, I've always considered myself to be somebody who, uh, you know, hand me a manual and I'll figure it out. Um, and I showed up here that way. And I showed up work. I showed up um, wanting real estate because I wanted to do a lot of money. And then at some point, I realized that um, my my business and my life started shifting when I stopped looking at real estate like the house on the corner, but I started looking at the real estate between my ears and the real estate in my heart. Mm. And um, I feel like that's that was the shift for me. And, and I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but if you've ever been – like I realized this um, just in this conversation is that, you know, Oscar says we – you know, we're an investment club who happens to um, work on people. <laughs> And that's the way that I approached the club. Mm-hmm. And then at some point it shifted for me when I realized that it was about working on me and about working on people and we happened to do real estate. Mm-hmm. But we've been doing that all along. Right. We've just been living inside of – we've been stuck, if you will, in this space of we're an inve- a real estate investment club. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like we've been stuck there. <laughs> um, and the truth is we are not that. We never have been that. We've mm-hmm. always been – um, a, a group of people for the people, yeah. and we do real estate. We just happen to do real estate, mm. um, and we could do anything. Right? You know, uh, the, mm. there's so many different um, thoughts that I have through my head when it comes to that. It's just like I, I'm clear that I could just go make more money. We can go do anything we wanted to do. We don't have to do real estate in order to make money in this right. business. But who we are in our heart and who who we are for other people is absolutely who we are. Mm-hmm. And that is where all of our successes come from. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that if we can get out of that being stuck, being a real estate investment club and we can – I don't know. I mean you, you said it yourself, Melina. You don't know what it looks like and I don't think any one of us do. But just getting unstuck opens up possibilities that we we can't even be open to until we are unstuck. Um, so I don't know if that, that's perfect. That's exactly it. I don't know if this is going to translate like, you know, in his podcast, (laughs) I don't know if it's going to translate, but like in my mind, I'm like, this is the exact conversation that needed to take place because, um, we've been having this conversation at our table, like behind closed doors. And the truth is there's the question always, you know, arises what you're doing a podcast, so, you know, you need to have like, you know, you need to have an intention. You need to have, you know, an opening, a middle and an end. And there needs to be a lesson. There needs to be a takeaway from it. There needs to be, you know, all these things. So you want to have some sort of preparation, some sort of idea or goal at what we're trying to achieve. And and I think the truth is, is that there's been this conversation continuously about the shift that needs to take place. And I think that both of you, all three of you just kind of nailed, nailed it right on the head because you said um, – you know, talking about the fact that Dave is like, there's an empty chair at our table. And it isn't that we don't acknowledge that. We know that. But it, and maybe it's more that that is the thing that is spearheading the change. And and maybe it's all by, by design. Maybe it's all, you know, perfect. I, I'm sure it is perfect. Uh, it's just that I can't see it. 
you know, because I'm just so in the middle of it. And, you know, Tim, you said, well, how do you get out of it? Well, the first thing is you verbalize it. You say it out loud, which is what I did coming on to this as we started this conversation, which was supposed to be something completely different. Um, and then and then acknowledging where we really are and then just being totally transparent with it. Like, hey, guys, this is where we are. This is what we're considering. And what we want to do is continue to move forward and to grow this community in the culture that we've created right right and and so i'm i'm having this consistent conversation with the club um like on you know that hey um i have a shortage of leadership we don't have too many leaders there's always a shortage of leadership and i think that you're right oscar when you're talking about the need to develop people that's a pretty staggering number 93% of senior management doesn't know how to coach like, that's incredible. You know what that really says to me? That says to me that 93% of senior management haven't developed themselves. So if you haven't developed yourselves, if you haven't developed yourself, you're never going to be able to develop anybody else. You know, all the hard work has to start with you. And the hard work is the internal um, work that is done on your own heart, you know, in your own mind. When that work is done or you're in the process of doing that work, then you're able to translate that and pass it down to somebody else. Because I can give you a million, like, step-by-step, step, like, three steps to leadership development. Well, right? I mean, it's like, who gives a crap? You know, it's like it's like the, the person who's, like, already really fit trying to be a personal trainer. Like, I'm not impressed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, give me the fat guy who, like, really worked his butt off and, you know, actually applied everything. And then he's the guy. That's the guy I want to follow, right? I want to follow the broken, like, person who actually did the work that they're trying to get me to do, right? Because the skinny person doesn't have a clue. It's like, yeah, you tell me to do all that. But, you know, go ahead and eat your chips ahoy. Bye, right? Because if I do, I can't eat the chips ahoy because the chips ahoy go straight to my gut, Right. And, you know, that person gets to eat it. And so, you know, it's like hard to follow somebody like that because mm -hmm. it's not real. What's the problem with uh, senior management? Right. Have, having been there in corporate America, <laughs> the, here's the, the thing that from my experience is we, we operate at the club. We operate as wanting to be transparent and being OK with having to be vulnerable so that others learn. Yeah. But I can, I can probably line up 100 senior managers and I wouldn't find one that's willing to do that, mm. right? Yeah. They're not willing to have those types of conversations. So <clears throat> if they're not willing to do that, why would their employees be willing to do that? Because it starts from the top, of right? Course. Yep. It's a trickle-down effect. Mm -hmm. So you could always walk into a company and see, talk to the, the custodians, right? Mm -hmm. People in the cafeterias. And you can gauge the... the the character of a company. Right. Right. Totally. And you don't have to go to the top. No. You can see it at the bottom. Trickles down. Yep. Right. Absolutely. So, because they're, they're a direct representation of who their leaders are. Mm -hmm. So for, for us, though, it's different. We're, we want to be transparent. Mm -hmm. And it's not because that's the way I showed up. <laughs> I, had, I had to go through, through years of uh, reprogramming, if you will, mm. right, from what I grew up in. But mm -hmm. Now it's, it's, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with like, let's talk about that because why would I want you to experience what I experienced? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> but it's, it, it does take the desire to want to impart that wisdom with people and to remain true to who you are at mm -hmm. the same time. Mm -hmm. but, you, but you can't do that if you put up that front. 
Yeah. You know, true servant leadership is um, broken leaders. <laughs> That's the truth. Servant leadership can only be born out of broken people. People who are broken, people who are and then are honest about their brokenness. That's what real servant leadership is. Just hit me. Period. So, and and the truth is most people are not willing to show, I mean, everybody's broken, by the way. Um, it's just that not everybody is willing to share their brokenness or be transparent with their brokenness. And most aren't even willing to accept that they're broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to white knuckle it no matter what. Yeah. I don't, it's, you know, I was listening to a podcast this morning and <clears throat> um, I had a, we had a conversation and we drew up some things on the board and all that. And I left ego, right? That's the thing that kind of causes the, mm. and then today, similar conversation on that podcast, but it was pride. Mm. Yeah, pride right? and ego. I was like, mm. yeah, I get it. Same thing. Right? It's, it's similar, the slight differences, but ultimately you put those two together and, and you're, you have that recipe for for disaster, right? For disaster because and fallen. You now become isolated. You become all about me. You become about what I can do. Look at what I did. Look at what I dreamt of. Look at what I thought of, right? Mm-hmm. The reality is you didn't. Right. So. Right. Yeah, narcissism will absolutely take every leader out 100%. Narcissism is just a an effect of um, pride and ego, right? You just start looking, you know, more towards yourself and really – all that is is somebody who's just very, very broken, very hurt, injured, wounded, uh, and isn't willing to do the things that are necessary, the work that is necessary to heal, right? That's really all it is, is the being willing to heal. And I guess when I started this conversation, I talked about my feeling like I'm going to stay in, making the decision that I'm going to stay in. And I just now realized that what I meant by that is that I'm staying in and sharing it, sharing my journey. And so I just became really clear that I'm going to have to continue to share my journey. Uh, And so I feel like I want to puke, honestly. I don't want to share all that, you know, but I will. So, okay. Um, I think that it's probably a good time to cut us loose. And, um, you know, we'd just love to have feedback from you um, that are listening, listeners to this podcast. We would actually, I'm I'm going to invite, and I've never done this before, but I'm going to invite feedback from you uh, about something that you either heard or that you learned or that you got. And if you got any inspiration at all, um, by listening to us in terms of where you fit in. I, I think one of the most important things that I want to transmit to all of our listeners is that there is room for you at our table. There is room for you inside of our club. And all I want you to do is paint yourself in the picture. Like, where do you show up in this picture? Where do you, like, there's there is a seat for you. There is a place for you. And I'd like to know where you see yourself fitting in, what you believe your role is, um, just understanding the foundation. And maybe you have some ideas or some, like I said, some inspiration that's been given to you. I really am encouraging you to um, share it with us. We'd love to hear from you. So, we are New Wealth and we are out. 
I'm Melina Boswell, your host of the Flippin' Off podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love for you to subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and tell your friends all about us. You can find more episodes of the Flippin' Off podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this. If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear. Tim Jackson is our senior producer. Luke Jackson is our editor. Brothers. Josh Maldine is our producer. Sound design by Frequency Factory. Our executive producer is Mind and Mill. This was all created by Dave Boswell for New Wealth Advisors Club.